Issa D's office, please hold. This is Issa D. It's Ryan from DNS Printers. I need your notes on the flyer by 5 p.m. Sorry, that's right. Uh, my assistant's kind of a mess. <laughs> Sapphire, you're a mess. I'll get back to you right away. Thank you. Welcome back to Insecurity, the official recap podcast for HBO's Insecure. I'm Crystal. And I'm Hey Fern. Hey, Fern, 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 Fern. There she go. And nigga. Come back. <laughs> Episode four is called Low Key Losing It. And I completely understand why. Relatable. Ooh, shit. <laughs> Man, there's a lot going on today. There is a lot going on and the girls are absolutely falling apart. Let's get right into it. Issa is so excited. She's at home working, posting the block party flyer on Facebook and people are responding like immediately excited about, you know, schoolboy Q and all this. And she's back to rapping. She is back to freestyling. <laughs> I was like, it, it's here. We missed that. So many seasons of it now. Okay. She, what was that line about? Y'all hungry? We got Roy Choi. And then she was like, no, we don't. We don't. Roy He's, he will not be there. <laughs> <laughs> but all of a sudden, there's just this constant knocking on the door. And when she gets up to answer it, guess who it is? It's everyone. All the tenants. That's Every right. single one. <laughs> <laughs> With Trina leading them. And <laughs> I love this part when Trina said, do she look like a magician? <laughs> and then Issa hesitated. <laughs> And Benjamin said, do she? <laughs> I said, oh, fuck, we are in trouble. Issa has been letting the ball drop with this property manager manager job. But she I was kind of good at the fact that everyone just walked into her place. I was like, Wait Oh, yeah, a no, they didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. They would turn Bitch. it on the sink and... <laughs> we don't have no water and thus you didn't warn us about that so that we could make other preparations. So, and like, you see yeah. her kind of flinch like, oh, shoot, I was supposed to pay that, huh? Right. <laughs> I don't know if it was pay it or like a notice came from the city so she had to let them know. Mm. But... Whatever it is, she that nigga didn't do it. Right, exactly. The the one complaining ass <laughs> man who was like, it smells like flowers in here. We're not even outside. <laughs> like, you, there are, is always that one There's person who always will something search. with this dude. <laughs> but like you said, it's clear that the block party has consumed her and mm -hmm. everything else yes. is falling to the wayside. Right, and she needs to tighten up, girl, because that reduced and or free rent ain't nothing to be fucking up out here in these streets. I so. mean, the last thing she wants is to not yeah, have this block this party apartment. solidified right. and not have a home. <laughs> Pick one, Issa. Pick exactly. one. Exactly. So, you know, some of them had uh, fake dogs that needed water. Some of them are <laughs> illegally renting that apartment out as an Airbnb. That <laughs> but... part killed me because even my building be sending notices out like try us with the Airbnb. It is in my lease. You may not in do this. In the lease. It says we will evict you as soon as we see that post. Yeah. <laughs> I said, okay then. But uh, yeah, they're all pissed. And when Benjamin said, how old are you? I was like, God damn, Issa, you got to feel small. <laughs> not a child calling you childish. Okay. And his mama not fussing at him or nothing but laughing and being like, ha <laughs> How old is that bitch? Like, oh, girl. <laughs> oh, my Lisa, God. You're going to have to tighten up, friend. But it's one month before the block party officially. And Molly is at home working when there's a knock on her door as well. 
And I she love smells that. under her yeah. armpit and realizes <laughs> she's been working all day. Yeah, she's a little ripe. You know, she did the sniff test, but she answered the door anyway. And of course, it's Andrew. Oh, Andrew. You know, so I guess they got past whatever that was. And they're going to keep going full speed ahead while she's droning on and on about work. He like fake sleep and does that <laughs> fake snoring shit that I love <laughs> she's like okay fine so they take it right. to the bedroom pretty quickly yeah it was like oh, okay I'll shut up about work now and let's start fucking but her head is completely not in it because she has been so busy at work and, and she's, she's like, like oh there's just this stiff. one little thing right? right it's like like I'm kissing you and I can tell you are not into this your mind is somewhere else and Andrew actually said I know you're still thinking about work she was like you're absolutely correct yeah and I am so tells him she just needs a couple of hours <laughs> yeah told him uh you know you'll have me at nine I think but <laughs> by the time she finishes typing very very fast and <laughs> checks her phone it is almost 2 a.m I was dead at the Friend. fact that it was that many hours Friend. later when I tell you I would have the coldest most stankest attitude if somebody told me that they was gonna be done <laughs> by nine and they kept their black ass out there in the living room till 2 fucking a.m I mean honestly I was surprised that he was still there you know, and, and I, that I he... think I would have left. I would, and it's not, you know, I would have been like, I get it, whatever. You're busy, but like, I'm out. I'm not just right. gonna be like, like I. He was here. probably watching TV or something and just fucking passed, passed out. out right, neglected. Uh, yeah, no, I was like, okay, so we're already choosing work over, you know, this relationship, which is fine actually, and mm-hmm. a smart choice. It happens think... too. It's hard when right. you're like a businesswoman trying to mm-hmm. juggle. Your personal life with your business life is always hella challenging. Right. But a little courtesy goes a long way. But yeah. I get you got wrapped up in it. You wasn't really thinking about it. And Andrew didn't have no attitude, which stunned me. Okay? I mean, he was naked under the sheets. <laughs> I mean, he was like, I mean, but you here now. So let's just let's just pick up where we left off. <laughs> I'm like, OK, so he meant it when he said he understood. I because I, I would have had an attitude. He's better than me. But anyway, Issa is at home working again when she gets a phone call and she does something that is a little too familiar. Bruh, she- <laughs> who has not done the fake assistant Listen, spiel? <laughs> there is not a single self-employed person who has not blamed something or Sapphire. pretended to be an assistant that does not exist. Okay. <laughs> You know, when I first started working, I remember a friend of mine was like, up until you get your assistant, just do just create an assistant email and have them respond to everything. I was like, y'all are brilliant. Brilliant. Yes, that is a trick that everybody uses. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's the printer calling because Issa hasn't approved the flyer proof and he needs it by five o'clock and all this. And so, of course, she blames it on Sapphire, which of is course. just sis. All right. Then she hangs up, scrolls through her phone to her last text message conversation with Condola. And I thought this was very interesting. Oh, can Mm -hmm. I say I didn't see this coming? I didn't either. And I'm not entirely sure what it is, what it is. I mean, she's getting iced out. And clearly this is from the last conversation where Lawrence and Condola, remember when she had asked him, like, if she hadn't cheated. Right. Would you have stayed? And remember, that's the last time we saw her. So who knows where that left her off? Oh, 
Okay. So now she might be icy towards Issa, I think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right because Condola says, I'll call you after work in that last text. And Issa has not heard from her since. So she calls her back and leaves a voicemail saying, you know, need your feedback on this and is being her kind of awkward, goofy self. And that's when I thought, okay, so maybe Condola is the one just kind of dropping the ball on the project. Like, She's so busy at work that she's not really putting that much into it anymore. But your uh, your theory makes a lot more sense. Because remember, Condola, at least from what we've seen of her so far, she doesn't give like drop the ball energy. Mm, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she she seems super very organized, organized yeah. very Virgo, very official. <laughs> when I want to be, <laughs> you know, so the fact that this feels like there's definitely a shift going on and clearly based on that last scene from last episode i'm kind of tying those two things together okay got you yes smart friend (laughs) (laughs) you be seeing the shit your third eye (laughs) so molly is at the office late with some female co-workers and i really loved this scene it was relatable it was just seeing these black professional women in the workplace high-powered women right you know joking around with each other but also being real about some real shit i just really appreciated this scene and uh bj stops by but you know he actually goes by bennett now because he's a big boy excuse so. me he's adorable <laughs> he was so, he so cute. cute i know which is like exactly what he's trying to get away from like <laughs> please stop calling me adorable and cute i'm I a mean, grown with man that face come on and of course they all react the same way but they're saying that there was some uh you know, some some fire there between Molly and him. Right. Trying Which, to insinuate. <laughs> Molly's like, that's a kid. Girl, please. She's like, I mentored that little boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love how the other lady was like, oh, yeah, mentor. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I've mentored a couple people, too. <laughs> oh, man. But <laughs> Molly also points out that BJ or Bennett... <laughs> excuse me he only dates abigail's which i thought was hilarious screams but not them saying he went to princeton he eats salads and plays guitar i was like excuse me (laughs) and he lives in silver lake there's just no other way they low-key described me so i was trying to understand Uh, (laughs) (laughs) friend you know you open you know you fluid (laughs) oh man but at that point uh one of the ladies felicia says she has to go because her kids have been eating pie crust (laughs) which (laughs) listen she has had to let some things slip so that she could be this high-powered attorney okay man the other co-worker is like oh well you know i'll just cancel with my jump off and molly who clearly had not been considering canceling with her jump off kind of like stammered her way through like oh yeah yeah me i'm gonna cancel my plans too like girl you wasn't thinking about doing that shit and now oh you gonna play my nigga Andrew. Again. How you gonna do Andrew? After I don't you like it. I just had him wait until two in the morning. But, you know, this part was interesting because it seems like she's so in the tunnel vision of work that I don't yep. even see her considering his feelings in this at all in any of these scenes. Right. Exactly. It's like she hesitated a little bit, but she didn't. And, and, one of the ladies actually said, you know, I thought you had plans. You were going to a listening party. She's like, right. my man gets it. It's fine. Does he? This is the second time that he has come second to your work. And again, I don't have an issue with that. I think you're just like, we're seeing a pattern here where this is happening on a regular basis. Every now and then, fine. But this is too much. And especially considering that she was the one that 
pushed the idea yes. of them being in a serious relationship. Like, why did you even come to me with this let's open up and all this bullshit if you was gonna suddenly throw yourself into work? You don't have time for me to open up. Right. Nigga, you didn't want to you didn't want to nurture nothing with me. You gotta pick one. Bitch, you did not want to nurture. That's why you gotta be careful what you wish for. <laughs> She got it. Now she don't know what to do with it. Oh, man. Well, we finally see Issa and Molly together again when they are both pulling up to Tiffany's house at the same time. And they have this weird back and forth about who's going to take the space. That was so strange. It was. And I was like, damn. So I think we're seeing like because Issa bailed on Thanksgiving, I think the chasm between the two of them has gotten to a place where Molly's not even willing to like budge give her any grace right yeah because this back and forth was just so weird and like <laughs> passive aggressive like girl <laughs> i said i'm gonna go okay so then but you backing up and then i'm going and it's like finally Issa just pulls off i'm like thank god because <laughs> that was just she had no choice they're just gonna sit there all day like okay so she's gone but that was when i said okay these two really don't fuck with each other at this point because this is ridiculous yeah i mean i think that was that scene was evident of how they feel emotionally for sure Mm -hmm. yes so uh, speaking of things that have something to do with molly when um isa is walking up to the house she checks her voicemail and she has a message from nathan i said well there that nigga go Hmm. Hmm. i was wondering how (laughs) i was wondering when he was gonna pull up oh yeah girl and of course he says exactly what we thought he would say he's so proud of her for really getting the block party organized and you know you ain't gotta call me back or nothing i was just calling i'm like wow this is like a fuck nigga script for real (laughs) toxic people will be like i'm just hitting you up to say i see what you're doing you know i got so much love for you i'm so proud of you don't even worry about hitting me back it's cool i just wanna you ain't gotta call me you ain't gotta call me don't worry about it (laughs) why are all of y'all the same way if you didn't want me to call you back you would not have called me in the first exactly. place. Exactly. Exactly. Let's, let's start and end there. <laughs> you would not have hit me up if you did not actually want a response. Let's not Like, play. I know it's okay if I don't write you back. I know that. I'm not under any obligation to respond. So Do you think Issa you even... will? You think she's going to respond? Uh, Only if she gets desperate. Which, considering the way shit is going. Right. <laughs> right. I can't, I can't even call it a no right now, but... Molly meets her at the curb and at first they kind of are having these terse words with one another over the over this parking spot but thankfully they mellow out relatively quickly and then just kind of go back into a regular friend banter that is still a little strained but not as like they had stank attitudes with each other when they yeah. first started talking yeah and it was awkward too because clearly they haven't been keeping up with the sunday self-care right yeah, the they have not been doing self-care oh hey by the way did i leave my yoga mat at your place oh i'll check and sorry I missed the last few weekends, by the way. You still keeping up with self-care Sunday? Ah, uh, girl, I've been working nonstop. I mean, maybe we can find a new day when things calm down. Yeah, Sundays don't really work, huh? Sundays are no longer serving us. But you still want to do it, though, right? Yeah, I want to. You want to? Yeah, I want to. Like, okay, so actually neither one of y'all want to do it. At all. And remember how Amal had told her, like, you don't have to do shit just to be nice. I guess it was easier via text, but it's a lot harder face to face. Mm. She didn't have it in her in that moment to be like, I actually don't want to do that. I don't want to see you on Sundays. Like, let's not pretend. See, well, but pretending is exactly what y'all doing. Although I have a feeling y'all not going to be pretending for too much longer. Because... (laughs) 
shit is going crazy but anyway tiffany has finally given birth to this baby so cute her name is simone adorable uh, um lawrence is already there talking with Derek, and i really appreciate this scene as well yes yes a black man doing the typical you know now that i have a daughter i see women as people speech that we have heard too many times right and mm-hmm. you know does the whole one day some teenage boy is gonna be pushing up on my daughter and at first i'm like okay you know men will they ever evolve is this always <laughs> is this always just the first thing y'all think of it seems like it right what i really loved about it was when lawrence says you know you and tiffany are smart y'all have had this shit planned out and y'all are gonna be good he's like uh yeah actually no we was not planning to have a baby for another couple of years you know we was trying to travel and shit and, and buy a house and right but shit happens this was an accident yes but you know we're making the best of it and he says that simone is worth it and i'm like mm-hmm. now this is beautiful i appreciate the honesty and the realness here because it helps lawrence i think to realize that the people that he thinks have it all together or that maybe he should be aspiring to be are you know, just as fucked up or flawed or, you know, figuring shit out as they go as anybody else is. So, <laughs> And I think that, that you hit it on the nail because it felt like that was a theme of this episode where everyone's kind of projecting mm-hmm. their ideas yes. of each other and all the different yes. scenes. And with Lawrence, like you said, it was kind of nice to have that honesty because he's been... He beats up on himself a lot about like he does. where he should be as opposed to where mm-hmm. he is and not kind of even being thankful for how far he's gotten from being on the couch with Issa. Right. <laughs> so yes. I like that. Yeah, it was like a glimpse into how everything is mm-hmm. complicated in general for people. Yeah. And if nothing else, I hope that scene motivates men to realize that like <sighs> seeing women as people because you finally have a daughter is like not something to be applauded it's actually pretty sad but that scene was so cringy especially yeah i can't even repeat it what he said yeah when the time comes i was like what this line i cringed i I cringed men so the girls the civilized people are in the living room folding (laughs) the laundry And Tiffany is talking about how people don't give you the real truth about giving birth. And the only reason she has a glow is because she hasn't showered in three days. And whatever. Kelly was like, sure haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is always going to be herself. And I really appreciate her so for that. much. Her comedic relief is so needed. <laughs> so uh, she can hear Simone start to cry on the monitor. But she says, you know, Derek will get it. And that sparks a conversation about how fortunate she is to have an involved spouse. Like, yeah, somebody who is actually putting in work, which, again, the bar is in hell. But <laughs> like, this is your baby as well. But also, Derek really advocated for her in the hospital when she had a blood cut, like yelling at these people to take it more seriously and all this. And they start talking about, you know, how black women are at a much higher risk for like dying during childbirth like two or three times higher i think and remember they even bring up serena yeah, and these are stories thing that we've heard yeah which right. goes to show it doesn't matter your status how much money mm-hmm. you have like and look tiffany and Derek are like bougie and it's still something right. they experience so that exactly. tells you everything 
Yeah, it's like, oh, so damn, not even the Jack and Jill's? The no. Jack and Jill's don't even get, oh, okay, well. <laughs> the Jack and Jill. <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> but Molly points out that that is what's great about partnerships. And then, of course, brings up Andrew and says whenever she's down, like he steps in and picks up the slack or, you know, holds her down, whatever. And Issa jokes about <laughs> Molly being Jada and this being Red Table Talk. <laughs> And then Kelly talking about, I'm Willow. <laughs> <laughs> now, normally they would banter with each other regardless, but right. Molly wasn't feeling it this time. She takes it as an attack immediately. Like, I was just pointing out how great it is that Derek is there for Tiffany. And he's just like, duh, bitch. Like, I was playing it was with you. Clearly like, a joke. Kelly is fucking Willow. Like, it's a joke, girl. No. Mm, they not on a joking level no more. Things, things are only funny. When we're cool. <laughs> exactly. You actually can't joke on me no more. I'm going to take it personally because I don't like you. God damn, man. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <sighs> right. But anyway, Trina calls at that moment and Issa chooses to ignore it. <laughs> 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 um, And she asks Tiffany where some of the laundry goes. And Molly just takes this opportunity to be real catty and snippy for no fucking reason. Saying, oh, you weren't here when we decided where that went. It's like. Issa's like, all right then. Okay, right. Um, bitch, uh, did nobody ask for all that? Where does it fucking go? So anyway, the baby keeps crying. So Tiffany is like, let me go see about my child. And Molly decides to go see her because, you know, she hasn't when her eyes are open. And Kelly just, Kelly is like, I'm sure she loves this child, but she is unimpressed with this baby. <laughs> <laughs> So Issa sits down to talk to Kelly. And she's like, you know, did Molly say anything? Because Has Molly said something to you? About what? Nothing. Just... Does she seem a little off to you? Okay. You fucked Andrew. Not even close. I'm in the ballpark. You're not even in the game. Oh, then why? I got a ticket. You scalped it. Okay, if it's not that, then what? It's just I didn't want to bring you in this, and it's not even a big deal. But I just feel like she's been on my neck lately. She has? About what? Just little things here and there. Acting like I'm the messiest bitch on earth, like her life is perfect. Maybe she's just taking shit out on you, you know? You should tell her. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like she sees me how she sees me. Come on, Kelly. Red table talk. (laughs) This is actually some good advice. But they are interrupted by Lawrence walking into the kitchen. Kelly talking about how he over there looking like a provider. Like he's employed. And so while she's being ridiculous, Lawrence kind of motions for Issa to come away with him and talk. So she tells Kelly that she's going to go start another load of laundry so she can go talk to Lawrence. And Kelly inspects the breast milk pump like she's about to make a bad decision. (laughs) Sis, please. But we see Issa and Lawrence in the courtyard talking, but we see it from Molly's point of view as she is upstairs with Tiffany and the baby. Sighing. Yes. Scoffing like... (sighs) Here this bitch go, about to do something stupid Here again. Here this messy bitch go with her yes. old school messy shit. That's exactly mm-hmm. what she was thinking. Exactly. So Tiffany is just like staring at her baby like new mothers do. She's all in love. And Molly gets a text from Andrew asking if they're still on for movie night. And hey, guess what? She's busy. Molly forgot about Andrew again. Mm. <laughs> and this time he responded with a thumbs up, which is right. cold as I ice. said... Anybody in a relationship knows that the thumbs up means it's thumbs to the side at best with your ass right now. (laughs) 
Everybody knows that. I said, oh, Molly, you a danger girl. Why? Thumbs up is equivalent <laughs> to sending someone that it's all good. Right. <laughs> I when love that when not. she, when Molly asked to hold the baby, Tiffany was like, Simone will make you earn it. <laughs> <laughs> the honesty with the parents is always the best. Oh, Lord. And then she goes right into Tiffany mode talking about how Molly and Andrew's babies are going to look like a bunch of Janae Aikos running around Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I tried to say like... it out loud, but I screamed. <laughs> but then, you know, what's funny. I'm like, this it, Crystal is still laughing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That took me out. Like, I had to pause the fucking show so that I could howl. That was so funny. But you know what's sad is that low-key, this is Molly's dream. But she's like, no, I'm not trying to do too much. You know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to, like, stay present, take each day at a time. Because obviously she's thinking of what Issa told her, how if she moves right. too soon, she's going to fuck shit up. So she's still clearly, like, a little triggered by that statement. Right. And so Molly has the exact same conversation with Tiffany as Issa just had with Kelly. Right. You know, asking if Issa. She just thinks that I don't want to be happy and it's. Never mind. Okay. I just think that it's funny that she calls me old Molly when she's out there right now doing old shit too. Girl, you know it's complicated. Okay. But when her shit goes out, she gonna rope me in. She's got to learn that she's not the only one that has things going on in her life. I think it's just been a communication breakdown. She's probably feeling the same way, too. Tiffany uh, continues to be the mature friend, I guess, because she just gave birth. She's above the dumb shit at this point. (laughs) Talking about how it's complicated and this is probably all due to a communication breakdown. And Issa probably feels the same way. Yes, bitch. True. Kelly. And Thank you, Kelly, Kelly and Tiffany for Kelly being and Tiffany the have it figured out. These hoes are just. Do you think Molly held on to that? No, the fuck she did not. <laughs> and that's this is exactly why I don't feel that they're gonna break up as friends because it's just so silly. I don't think it's like any grave offense. It's just miscommunication at the end of the right. day. Right. It's like and and the fact that even though both of you have been on your self care bullshit, you still have a ways to go. Because right. you're backsliding into old ways, both of you, in different ways. I'm wondering why they're not like, listen, we both fucking up. <laughs> right. <laughs> we both doing it. They're only seeing each other. Right. I mean, I guess because both of them are so wrapped up in what they have going on, but it's sad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Lawrence and Issa are downstairs talking about how Simone actually looks like Kelly, <laughs> which... <laughs> Okay. (laughs) And Issa mentions that she's been super busy with the block party stuff and like, oh, you know, I haven't heard from Condola. And Lawrence looks so guilty. Oh, my God. He looks so guilty. I was like, fuck, he's going to have to bring up the combo. Oh, I actually need to talk to you about that. So that's he was motioning her to the side to be like, Condola's not going to help you no more with this because we have to focus on our relationship. But she gets a phone call right then. I thought it was going to be Condola. I did too, actually. Mm -hmm. But no, it's whoever reps Schoolboy Q and he's out the damn show. So, yikes. She just printed the flyers. Question. She just posted the flyer. (laughs) Did you think that Condola did that being shady? No. No? You think I don't think she would sabotage Issa. I think it's bad enough that she has to cut 
stop working with Issa because she actually does care about the project. I don't mm-hmm. think she would sabotage it. I think it's just a coincidence that it's falling. Yep. Okay. I mean, that's how it goes when you're organizing something. As soon as you pay the money to have the flyers printed, some key something detail changes. changes. Mm-hmm. Don't we know it? It happens all the time. No, I think Condola feels bad enough about having to ghost Issa and making Lawrence go talk to her. So I hope yeah. so. Let's see. I don't think she, I mean, because she has no reason to be mad at Issa. But you know what? Sometimes when people don't get their way. <laughs> oh, Lord. Think shift. You never know. You know, the fact huh. that she's not even being as responsive to Issa now the way she was before. That already shows you there's a shift. So I'm super curious if she has something to do with this. I mean. We'll see. We'll see. Because it doesn't even necessarily get cleared up in this episode. Right. Right. We will see. But anyway, <laughs> when she returns to Lawrence, she's like, oh, yeah, like you were going to tell me something. He's like, you know what? <laughs> that could wait. Let's put a pin in it. Because <laughs> you low enough right now. When you find out Condola is not going to be there to <laughs> help you bounce back from this, you're going to feel even lower. Oh, no. <laughs> so, my God. What is happening? Uh, but that's just friends projection that I'm taking and running with because I think it makes a lot of sense. But anyway, <laughs> the girls are in the kitchen fussing with the baby. And <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany was so real when she said, y'all calm down. I only like her when she's chill. <laughs> And then she was like, joking, I love her all the time. But I love her all the time, though, which is real. Parent, Any parent will tell you that. I love this child no matter what. But do I always like being around this nigga? No. Hell no. Especially, you know, if you have been, say, quarantined due to, like, a pandemic. Mind you, you they've really only had the it. baby for, like, three days. Yeah, no, this is... <laughs> She's over. I mean, she's probably she's probably like a couple weeks old, but still. Like, (laughs) no. What girl, please. Oh man. But Issa walks in and Molly kind of shushes her when she starts talking, like because of the baby. Oh yeah. And it's like, but you could just be like, the baby sleep. Like, don't shush me like I'm a child. But you know, she's mad at Issa. So the passive aggressiveness is gonna continue. Um But Issa says, you know, she has to leave. And since Molly sees Lawrence walking out the gate, she assumes Issa is leaving to meet up with him. And then looks "Mm -hmm." over at Tiffany like, see what I'm telling you? A mess. And Tiffany just like, okay, girl, like whatever. Still, y'all could just have a conversation. But Issa shrugs off Molly's kind of goofiness there and just leaves. And it's like, you know, had you just asked your friend what was up? And she told you, you know, Schoolboy Q just dropped out my fucking show. Then maybe you could have been a support and y'all could have talked about the things y'all needed to talk about. But maybe you'd actually know what the fuck was happening. (laughs) Right. Instead of assuming that I'm out here fucking around with somebody else, like instead of assuming that you're right and I just had to be messy with this Condola situation even though it might actually get to that point but it's not there right now oh i would hate for molly to be right this whole time (laughs) (laughs) i don't mind if molly is right as long as Issa's not the reason that the drama pops off that's true and honestly you know we've all been there where we like Issa was trying to make the best of a complicated situation and even if shit goes down it's not necessarily her fault she tried (laughs) <laughs> but right. I feel like Molly's gonna be like bitch I told you so. <laughs> if they ever talk again which is not looking super likely right now Issa's mm. at home in her NWA t-shirt and she starts to kind of do like an encouraging rap in the mirror but mirror bitch is not feeling it even mirror bitch is tired Mary bitch said, look, bitch, you, I do not got it in me today, okay? My <laughs> life is rough, too, because it's like yours, but worse. <laughs> and that humbles Issa right on down. 
<laughs> oh my god and then she like bucks at her so he's just like oh okay shit i'm gonna go <laughs> fuck <laughs> Oh my god, we were seeing such progress with Issa. It feels like everything yeah. is just crumbling in this episode. So interesting how life works. Right. Mirror bitch <laughs> applauds herself for having on the right shirt that day because <laughs> she do have a fucking attitude. And Issa is just kind of, it looks like she's just mindlessly scrolling Instagram in her living room when she comes across a picture of Beyonce. <laughs> And she starts to send Beyonce some DM lying about how she's finna die and all this shit. <laughs> I like that and she I stopped like, herself like, all right, I'm tripping. <laughs> tripping like fuck. She's like, okay, you know what? Let me do something that is actually productive. Because Beyonce do not check her DMs, okay? <laughs> that do not happen. So she does a quick search for LA artists and lands on Mustard and DMs him. And then she gets to a contact in her phone and calls somebody. But whoever she was looking for was fatally shot. Yeah, and she had the nerve to ask if their phone was still available. Yeah, so she no, could the get phone the got contact. shot too. Oh, yeah. girl, Issa. <laughs> Issa. <laughs> she called somebody else you know somebody who was a nasty ass but they saved now the next person <laughs> something about their son growing up to be a star <laughs> and she called an old woman called her a trick ass bitch and then it's like, <laughs> like oh i'm sorry ma'am <laughs> like sis what is going on <laughs> so clearly i was trying to figure out exactly what this was she's scrambling to try to do something I think she's trying to find a replacement for the headliner. Right. So maybe she's calling around to everybody she knows who might know Mustard. Or who might just... Well, the last artist she uh, came across was Sir, I actually noticed. Oh, right, right, Remember? right. Yes. So she was trying to maybe see if anyone in her music yes. industry right. folks had some kind of number to get in touch with him, probably. Right. Exactly. It was... Okay. So yeah, probably yeah. so. But uh, all of Issa's connects are gone. <laughs> <laughs> And Dead this shot would actually saved. be a <laughs> this would be a great time to have condola. Hmm, well, hmm, hmm, hmm. Hmm, hmm. well, anyway, <laughs> Molly and Andrew are at dinner and they are loving it, having such a good time. Finally, because they get to have dinner. Right. So she apologizes, actually, for having canceled on him so many times. And he says, it's cool, but. It's not. Right. And so she's like, well, I'm all yours tonight. We're going to have edibles and do this, go back to my place. But uh, Andrew can't do all that because he made plans with the boys to play poker. And Molly is like, really? On date night? But I had no idea that we was actually going to have date night because every time I try to meet up with you, you, you have stop work. things. Right. You end things early to work. So like. And she really got irritated. She was like incredulous. Like, uh, how dare you? But like, sir, <laughs> I understand you're busy, but. I don't know how I fit in here. So. And I mean, he wasn't lying, obviously. Right. But I will say on both of their ends, he like the fact that she was thanking him for being flexible kind of made me cringe because I'm like, did you even talk to him about how he feels? Right. <laughs> you no, thanking him you for just... something he's not actually flexible about. He's, <laughs> he's actually really feeling Ooh, hurt. You know, note. and it's like yes. there was a, a lack of concern for his side of things. And then, yeah, but he also, I mean, he's an adult, you know, it was kind of strange that he didn't also tell her like actually this is how this is making me feel and because of that now i'm making like plan b's and c's right. because i don't know if you're gonna follow through well he does offer to cancel with his friends but molly tells him not to and she just kind of looks like she is blaming him for this whole situation which sis you set it up <laughs> you i mean 
you set the precedent of like we're gonna hang out for a little while and then i'm gonna go to work so how was i supposed to know that this was a real date night so she could have left it at them being chill friends that's the part that's blowing me right now Could have, but anyway, Issa's at the taco truck and scrolling on Sir's Instagram, <laughs> and she calls Molly and says she really wants to talk. So Molly's tone and whole demeanor oh, softens up. You saw her soften up. Yeah, she's I like, felt I want so to talk bad. to you too. Right, but then she gets annoyed all over again because Issa is calling for a fucking favor, <laughs> and not even a favor from her. I mean, it is, but really a favor from, from Andrew. Andrew, come on, right. bro. The same Andrew that you said I'm gonna mess it up with. Mm. Molly's mm. irritated immediately. Like her whole face just right. scratched up. Yeah, because she wants Molly to ask him about. Was it Live Nation? I think so. When Issa tells her, you know, Schoolboy Q dropped out of the show, Molly really starts grilling her about whether Issa could have possibly done anything to See, void the contract. This is what made me think that it may be Condola because when Molly was like, could there have been something that happened on your end that mm. made this contract be void or made him drop out? And the fact that Issa literally had no answer for it. Well, I think I thought she did actually have answers for it. Like, no, I didn't miss a payment. I didn't do anything wrong. It just he just, you know, Fell dropped off. out of the show. I didn't think of it as I didn't think that back and forth was um saying you know condola stabbed east in the back i thought it was just setting up how molly is still like she's already in her feelings mm-hmm. she got excited behind this phone call thinking they were going to talk but now it's for a favor it's about andrew so like she's back on the attack right and, and this is and her Issa way of attacking that she's still a mess because the fact that right. this block party is falling apart I mean, which shit happens, but like you calling me and we not even that cool. And then you want me to ask my man and me and my man not even that cool. But you don't even know that because me and you not cool. It's like, mm. so, but we'll see, girl. We'll see which one of us um <laughs> is right about that one. But Issa <laughs> says she's just trying to fix this. And Molly very reluctantly agrees to ask Andrew for this favor. And then she ends the call and she just looks super disappointed. <sighs> These two need to talk. <laughs> Y'all need to fucking talk. They Communication. Really do. Even the fact that Molly initially was like starting to tell her just mm-hmm. how stressed she was. And Issa yeah. was like, that's cool. Um, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch. She didn't give a fuck. But I mean, yeah, like you said, it's yeah. time for them to really talk. They really need to. But anyway, Molly shows up at Andrew's with Portos and wine. And I thought about the last time she showed up at Andrew's with some Portos, if y'all remember that last season. But I she do. asked, yeah, she <laughs> asked if they can talk about um, the last, the previous night and is saying, you know, I didn't mean to make you feel like an afterthought. And Andrew, ever understanding, says that he gets that she is busy. Um, but that their schedules just might not be compatible because it seems like they might not be. I mean, yeah. And right. And when she asks if they can figure it out, he says that he wants to. And I'm thinking, girl, he's making it very clear here. Mm-hmm. It's not me who is scheduling stuff with you and then canceling it at the last minute or ending things earlier or whatever. It's you. Right. So you need to decide, do you have time for the relationship that you told me you wanted? I would love to work this out, but. Are you able to do that? I did like this part where she was like, bro, 
I've never even gotten this far in yeah. a relationship. She's I usually, admitting that she's a mess. She admitted it. She's like, I usually fuck shit up by now. Like, I didn't, I've never even made this type of attachment or connection to have to even figure out how it fits or integrates into my work schedule. So she's yeah. getting real now. Like I said, yeah. gotta be careful what you wish for because then you get it. It's like, are you yeah. actually ready for it? Yeah. And like I said, some women are ready to do the work with a partner instead of their best friend. You are absolutely right. You hit so, the nail on the head of that one. There is that as well. <laughs> but she says that Andrew is her main priority. You know that and Latoya, because we're still looking for Latoya. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew respects it. And then, you know, they start making out. And I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm proud of Molly for being self-aware yes. and being vulnerable the and same way she asked it. him to be vulnerable. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should be your priority over your job, but I think you can do a better job of a work-life balance. Yeah. Like you can, the same you way don't her, have to her, stay super late. The same way her co-worker, her co-worker was like, y'all, I gotta go. My kids would be eating pizza crust. What'd you say? Pie crust. <laughs> pie crust. <laughs> like, <laughs> Which is even sadder than pizza crust. It's like, <laughs> this didn't even used to be something we were supposed to eat. But like you said, it's missing. just a matter of finding that balance. So, you know, we all go through yeah. it. I think a lot of us go through that. So it's something that you'll always be figuring out as women. Right. But anyway, she lets him know that he is going to be a priority now. So I'm expecting her to not be canceling on my man all willy nilly no damn Y'all more. Y'all both got this. And he needs to speak up too, though. You know? Right. He needs yep. to speak up. Well, this next scene was super heartbreaking. <laughs> Issa gets home and Molly's calling and she immediately answers and starts singing this song about how Molly is her best friend. And she just assumes automatically that Molly is calling with good news and that she came through for Issa. (sighs) But alas. But alas, Molly says she did not ask Andrew and she does Um, not think she will. Actually, I, uh, I didn't ask him and I don't think I'm going to. I don't understand. Did y'all break up? No. I just think it's best for me to keep those parts of my life separate. Separate? What does that mean? It means that this relationship is really important to me, and I want to protect that. Does that make sense? Uh Uh-huh. How did you feel about that statement? I thought... I think you're using this as a very shallow excuse and you don't really want to get real because you'd rather get real with your man than with your best friend. Damn. (laughs) Which is trifling. It is like you could have said, I'm not asking Andrew because me and you aren't even good. We need to sit down and have a conversation about why shit has been strained between us. It's true. But no, you you do this bullshit where it's passive aggressive again, talking about I want to keep these parts of my life separate because this relationship is really important to me and I want to protect it. Okay, that is fine. But what you're not saying here is that you feel like you need to protect it from Issa. You feel like Issa is a threat to your relationship. And the reason you feel that way is because y'all haven't sat down and fucking talked. (sighs) So and she's still looking down at Issa as being like the mess. And this relationship is the one thing that's finally starting to make sense and fall into place. She wants to keep the mess away from the not mess (laughs) good fucking luck girl she asked Mm. Issa if it made sense and Issa said yes even though it clearly does not 
And then she said she had work to do and they hung up. And I thought, well, this is the nail in the coffin of the friendship for now. Like this is the the point where neither one of them is going to be willing to just sit down and talk without something fucked up happening. It's going to be like that car scene. <laughs> them trying to push the car and nobody wants to budge. Oh my God. <laughs> Foreshadowing. You know right. Damn. Issa is so down that Mary bitch actually pities her. <laughs> I thought, God damn, the tables have turned. She asked if Issa want to talk, but Issa's like, no, nah, I just want to take a shower. But guess what? Guess what, though? You can't do that because <laughs> when you fuck up for your tenants, you fuck up for yourself. <laughs> there is a sh- trickle of brown, disgusting water, and then it just stops altogether. The way she turned with her little uh, shower cap to look in Listen. the mirror, that feeling, I was like, oh, Issa. Listen, oh, she's just woebegone, my po bitch. How did we get here? How did We're we low, get here? man. We are low. And that wraps up episode four. Shit. Oh, All my. right. What a roller coaster. Yes. What a fucking ride. Okay. So Fran thinks that Condola is stabbing Issa in the back and sabotaging the block party. I mean, I hate to make it so dark. I feel like it's more so just her washing her hands of it. I think mm. I think that it's it's more so of her like pulling out and removing herself from a situation that maybe she thought was going to be a lot easier than it actually was. And I think while she thought her and Lawrence really had something, she figured she could make this work. But now realizing that Maybe she actually can't compete with Issa. Right. It's almost like, right. well, what the fuck am I doing here? You know? Mm. That's how well, I see it. So I don't think it's like a backstabbing thing. I think it's a I'm removing myself from my mental health thing. <laughs> okay. I'm wondering at what point Nathan is going to show up. Because I don't oh. think we got that voicemail for no reason. <laughs> oh, he's coming to the... If the block party happens, I feel like he's pulling up. Yeah, I think if the block party happens, it'll be because he stepped up where Condola stepped out. Oh, shit. Like, he's going to help her with it? He's going to offer to help, and she can't say no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I see it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. You know, we're over here making our own season. Right. None of this is probably going to (laughs) happen. And I think Molly and Andrew Wright, we just be saying shit. Anything. (laughs) But I think they're going to continue in this same sort of way where they get closer and they have regular relationship hiccups and then Mm -hmm. they figure it out. I think we're going to see their relationship continue to grow. Yeah, I'm with you on that. At first I didn't, but I think they both have attachment issues. Remember, he always said, or not always, but he told her last time, I'm slow to open up to people. And then obviously Molly, yeah, Molly's never really had a boyfriend. So they both have a lot of learning to do (laughs) through each other. So either they're going to make it work, which I kind of feel like they are. They're going to figure it out. Yeah, girl, I guess we'll see. But (laughs) (laughs) you sound defeated. (laughs) I just because this. What about Lawrence? I don't know what's going on I mean I think he and Condola are agreeing that he that she shouldn't have a relationship with Issa um Mm. you know so that they can focus on their relationship but you think that's what he was gonna tell her yeah I think he was gonna say that's actually what I wanted to talk to you about Condola isn't gonna be helping you out anymore with the project but you know we didn't get there so I think we'll have that conversation next week maybe or maybe Condola will break down and text Issa and tell her what's up. I don't know. I actually you know don't what? know. I have you know no what? idea. I think, I think 
he was going to tell her that him and Condola broke up. I really do. What? I do. I think that conversation they had was hella uncomfortable. And I I don't think they're going to bounce back from it. And I think what he came to tell Issa was like, oh, I'm shit. giving you a heads up. Shit kind of got fucked up with us. So I don't know how this shit's going to work with you and Condola. Oh, wow. I like that, friend. You I see like it? that, friend. <laughs> I see that shit, friend. I think that's why he kind of let it go. He was probably like, fuck, she just lost her headliner. It's already starting. It's already well, girl, starting. I, You know what? That is very fucking plausible. And we shall see next week we when shall Insecure see. comes back. Yes, next Sunday night, 10 p.m. HBO. Make sure you check it out. because Those of whoo, you listening, girl. tell us. Tell us. Tell us what you yes. think. <laughs> Are Molly and Andrew going to be okay? Is Condola ghosting Issa? Is this what's happening right now? Is she? <laughs> Is she? Girl. Yes. So make sure you hit us up. Let us know what you think. Use the hashtag insecurity. That is I-N-S-E-C-U-R-I-T-E-A. And let us know how you feel. All right, friend. Anything else before we get out of here? You know what? That's all I have. That's all the bandwidth I can take. <laughs> All right, y'all. We will see you back for episode five. I'm Crystal. And I'm Hey Friend A. And we out. Bye. Insecurity, the Insecure After Show, is a Loudspeaker Studios production in association with Team Epiphany. We're your hosts, Crystal and Friend. Our producers, Matt Raz. The executive producers are Chris Morrow and Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Tyrell Worley. And the show is engineered and edited by Dwayne Crawford. Thanks, everybody. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs>